This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Home prices rose in 93 of the 100 largest housing markets. Is the correction ending? By Matt Meyer. After seven straight months of declining prices, the S&P Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price Index increased in February and March seems to be carrying the same upward momentum. Hmm. The latest data from Black Knight finds that out of the 100 largest markets in the nation, 93 had price increases from February to March, up from 79 in January through February. All right, so this, of course, is traditionally expected as the spring months tend to bring a little bit of a bump in prices as home buying demand ramps up. But the rise is more than expected. A modest bump in homebuyer demand ran headlong into falling for-sale supply. That's what Andy Walden, Black Knight's vice president of enterprise research, said. Just five months ago, prices were declining on a seasonally adjusted month-over-month basis in 92% of all major U.S. markets. Fast forward to March, <laughs> and the situation has done a literal 180, with prices now rising, rising in 92% of markets from February. It's crazy. It should be noted that most key year-over-year metrics indicate a correction environment and show more similarities to the 2019 market than any of the pandemic years. As of March, only 28.5% of homes sold over list price, down minus 26% YOY. Price drops are up to 14.3%, plus 7.7%, and new listings are down minus 22.5%, and median days on market have increased to 44. That's an increase of 23. In short, demand is lower, more homes are sitting on the market, but new listings are also not coming online at the same rate as before, which helps to explain why national prices are only down minus 3.3%, YOY, instead of more than that. Personally, I'm bearish about this market. I think when you have homeowners with low fixed interest rates constraining supply, elevated mortgage rates keeping applications down, a real fear of an upcoming or continued, depending on who you ask, recession, record low affordability, persistent inflation, banking scares, and the fact that multifamily and commercial real estate at serious risk of crashing, it's hard to be fully optimistic about the market. Hmm. However, some markets have just shrugged off these dilemmas, while others have taken a real hit. Real estate is local. We love to say it here on the Bigger Pockets Daily Podcast, and we have to deal with what's right in front of us. So what markets are on the rise anyway? Despite all the issues in the economy, just seven of the 100 largest markets in the United States saw month-over-month price declines. Leading the pack was Austin, Texas, which saw a minus 0.72% drop, according to Black Knight. But among the markets seeing an uptick is Columbus, Ohio. 
they had the highest increase at plus 1.08%. Others in the top 10, Dayton, Ohio as well. And look at Ohio, Youngstown, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Akron, and Toledo, all Ohio in the top 10. The others, Hartford, Connecticut, Worcester, Massachusetts, and Wichita, Kansas. And the bottom 10, we mentioned Austin, Texas. We're looking at Provo, Utah, Boise, Idaho, and more. You can see the list at biggerpockets.com. The biggest takeaway is that the superstar markets of the pandemic boom, largely Boise and Austin, are the ones getting hammered the most. Austin continues its descent from its median sales price peak in May 2022 of 670K to just 535,000, a minus 16% decline. Yikes. Meanwhile, Miami just notched a record high of 560,000 bucks. According to data from Redfin, Miami has emerged as the country's leading city for inbound migration, which helps to explain why it's still appreciating. But just like Austin during the pandemic, this rapid migration may ultimately lead to a similar decline later in the future once the dust settles. Just food for thought for anyone investing in the Miami-Dade County. Now, what about this correction thing? As I mentioned, prices tend to rise during this time of year. The bigger question going forward is whether the national market is finished falling. Come winter, prices will all but certainly fall. But by how much? Have we truly reached the, quote, bottom of the market? Who knows? Two specific factors have spurred the housing market's correction. The first is affordability. Home prices in markets across the country hit all-time highs that locked out a lot of potential buyers from the market. This naturally leads to less demand as more and more buyers leave the market, putting downward pressure on prices. Now, the second is the Federal Reserve's rate hike policy, which has produced 10 rate increases since March 2022 and has pushed the Fed funds rate to above 5%, which is a 16-year high. It's been well established that the Fed's inflation battle would harm real estate that it was sort of the point. Prices got too high for everything, not just housing, and the Fed felt they needed to act, albeit too late. Now that that correction is in full swing, affordability, which has improved ever so slightly this year, is a positive trend that can begin to work against it. The Fed, on the other hand, is still kind of hard to predict. You know, for now, it's reasonable to assume, and we all know what happens when you assume, right? that they will continue to jack up interest rates until they can quell inflation back down to a sustainable level. What's that level, you ask? Great question. Well, 2% has been the standard for a long time, but these days, the rumor's kind of like, you know, 3 to 4%. The Fed hasn't said anything about changing its long-term or long-held target in public, but depending on how things go for the rest of this year, things might be a-changing leaving even more uncertainty on the table. Let's wrap all this up. Overall, it's still too early to make a definitive or any definitive forecasts about where things are going. Zillow still maintains that prices will rise by 0.6% this year. Woohoo! CoreLogic is even more bullish, predicting a 4.6% increase 
Fannie Mae, on the other hand, is forecasting price declines through 2024. As investors, staying on top of this info and taking everything you read and hear with a grain of salt is important. Do your own research, make your own decisions, and protect your money. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, join me right here tomorrow.